Hi, this is Dale Buchanan, the host of Puppy Talk Podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know of my new book, The Complete Puppy Training Manual. It's available on Amazon in four formats Kindle ebook, paperback, hardcover, and audiobook. You can find it on Amazon right now. It's called The Complete Puppy Training Manual, and I will put a link in the show notes of this episode. I'm Dale Buchanan, and this is Puppy Talk, the podcast that offers advice on how to raise a healthy, happy, and obedient puppy. This podcast is sponsored by Top Gun Dog Training. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast now so you don't miss a single episode of Puppy Talk. Welcome to Puppy Talk, episode number 30. Today, I've got a very special guest. Her name is Ray Kawano, and she is one of the co-founders of Heed Foods. I got contacted by this company a couple of months ago to do some collaboration with them on Instagram, and I have provided them with some videos of dog training tips that they can post on their Instagram page. And I said, hey, you know what? This is a great idea. Why don't we have one of the co-founders on my podcast for an interview? Because I'm very interested to know about this brand, Heat Foods, dog food, and I want to know how they got started and their ingredients and why they're using certain ingredients for certain health aspects of the dog. And so we're going to talk to Ray about this, and I'd like to introduce her right now. How are you doing, Ray? I'm good. How are you, Dale? Doing pretty good. Are you excited to be here? I am. A little bit nervous, but very excited. It's okay. You So far, you're doing fine. Tell us a little bit about your brand, Heed Foods. You're the co-founder. Who else is the other? How many co? How many founders are there? Let's start with that. Yeah. So Heed Foods was founded by myself, Ray, and my co-founder, Melanie Han. How do you two know each other? So we actually met each other in business school. We went to business school in Chicago, and since then it's it's been you know pretty much the, the two of us for for a very long time. But you know since then have have grown kind of significantly. So. It's been exciting to see the uh, team grow, but for the longest time, it was just the two of us. When did you start this company? Unofficially, we started the company, I want to say, I mean, all the ideation, it really started in 2016. When we officially released our first product to market, that was January 2019. And so far, it's going so good, huh? It took us a while to get here, Dale. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This, this journey was not easy. We finally believe we've reached a place where we've reached what we call product market fit. We have a really strong following of dog parents who are really passionate. A lot of our dog parents have tried every single other dog food out there and it never worked on their pup. A lot of their dogs have some sort of sensitivity, whether it be a sensitive stomach or sensitive skin, found no solution until they found heat. And so we have a really strong and growing cus- and loyal customer base that we're very proud of. That's awesome. And I did look at the ingredients of your foods, and I noticed that you use some different ingredients than a lot of other dog food companies use, and you focus on gut health. Why don't you talk a little bit about it, those two things, the ingredients, and then the focus on the gut health? Yeah, great question, Dale. So I'm going to start off with the ingredients. Some of the things that we include, other premium dog food companies include, but we think is very important. And that, and the first one is that we use fresh meat as the first ingredient. 
when it comes to dogs and, and, and humans too, protein is the single is, is one of the most important elements in your diet. The good thing about fresh meat is that it includes all of these antioxidants that don't exist in some of these other plant-based protein sources. And so being able to include fresh meat as our number one ingredient kind of really elevates our overall recipe. What we like to also focus on is the ingredients that we don't use. So we never use ingredients like soy, pea, or legumes. I want to say you can look into the other dog food brands out there, and I want to say 99% of them still use soy, pea, or legumes somewhere in their recipe. They really use this to boost up the protein levels, but a lot of research throughout the past couple of years has shown that these ingredients can cause canine heart disease. So we've really kind of cut those out of our ingredient list. We also use superfoods like blueberries and kelp really there for a very specific function. We only include ingredients that really serve a purpose versus, you know, just including these fillers. And then lastly, but certainly not least, is our prebiotics. So we use all natural prebiotics in there. They're extremely fiber-rich, potent, but again, all natural. And this really helps support a dog's gut health, which we will kind of go into next to talk about why we focus on that. I also want to ask you why protein is so important for dogs. I know that it's very important for puppies. And I also have read that the protein content in puppy food is a little higher than the protein content in dog food. What can you tell us about that? And how did you actually learn about that in your training to get this company started? Yeah, great question. So I think in terms, I'm not saying that protein alone is important. I think ultimately, protein, carbohydrates, all of this kind of balanced together is is really what's important. Definitely, if you're, you're a puppy, you do need more protein because protein is really what fuels muscle growth. Um, which is particularly important in the growing phase of the dogs. In terms, at, at any stage of your dog's life, ensuring that you have enough protein so that your cells can regrow is, is extremely important, especially so if you have an older dog as well. And so I guess throughout your, your entire lifetime, protein is going to be really important. My dog was at the vet yesterday and he said she needed to lose three pounds. She's 20 pounds. You saw her. I showed you before we started. And she needs to lose three pounds. And she should be 17 pounds. She's a little bit heavy. And the vet said, if you don't have her lose weight by just reducing her food over the next three months, I'm going to have to put her on a weight management diet. And she's only 14, 15 months old now. How does your food fit into different aspects of the dog's life, such as puppies, adolescents, adult, and then senior dogs? Do you have different foods for those different types of ages of the dog? So our food is suitable for dogs of all ages. The only dog category that we're not suitable for is for large breed puppies. And these are breeds whose adult weight is going to be over 70 pounds. As you mentioned with puppies, um, their protein requirement is very different, even more so when you are, when you have a dog that's growing so large. In terms of, you know, whether or not we have separate recipes, we don't. Ultimately, all of our recipes is targeted towards gut health. And, you know, gut health is going to be extremely important for your dog at every single stage of their life. When your dog is a puppy, for example, their immune system may be a little bit lower because they're still developing that. Gut health is extremely important to ensure that your dog's immune system is staying healthy and you're able to fight off, you know, some of these parasites that are very common in 
puppies like Giardia and so on and so forth. As they grow older, gut health is still going to be extremely important for everything like skin conditions to, um, I, I think I mentioned immune system, but also GI issues. All this is really supported by uh, the health of your gut. I'm going to throw in some, some st- statistics here. Oh, that's great. GI issues make up for 20 to 30% of total vet visits, and skin issues make up for over 50% of total vet visits. It's a lot. When you kind of really dig into it, you really learn that dysbiosis, which is an imbalance in your gut's microbiome, is the root cause. And diet alone can actually help fix a lot of these issues up. I'm not saying all of them, because, you know, sometimes your dog has something a little bit more, more, I think, specific. But for the most part, diet alone can fix it. And so that's kind of the issue that we're trying to address with our food. So Dixie had Giardia nine times when she was from five to nine months old. She had Giardia. They'd give her medicine. She would get rid of it. Two weeks later, she'd get it back. She'd test positive. She had cysts. At one point, she had 15 cysts in her fecal exam. And it was so bad that my vet said, don't even take her outside anymore. I said, no, I can't do that. She's very social. She needs to go places. She does things. And eventually it worked itself out. When I did start giving her prebiotics, I did start giving that into her food and it did help her out a lot. In fact, I took her to the vet yesterday because I thought she had Giardia again because she wasn't eating very much, but I think she just knows she's a little heavy. So I think we're just going to give her one meal a day and a couple of little snacks and she doesn't have Giardia again. But it is very, very common for puppies to get that because their immune system isn't built up enough, like you said. What is the different flavors of the food that you offer? I know a lot of dog food companies have chicken, beef, lamb, things like that as their main protein ingredient. What about heat? So we focus on single protein recipes. So we right now we have a salmon recipe. A lot of other dog food brands would mix their salmon recipe with chip it, with uh, chicken because chicken is usually cheaper, but we don't do that. We just focus on salmon. That's been really great for a lot of our doodle customers. We have a lot of doodles because um, I think the feedback we've been getting is that a lot of doodles are allergic to chicken. So our salmon recipe has been great for that. The other kibble recipe we have is our prebiotic kibble, uh, chicken recipe. We use non-GMO North America sourced chicken. The other thing that makes us quite unique is, is that we have these toppers that we pair our kibble with. So you can either buy the kibble on its own or you can buy them as a bundle. We have three types of toppers with three ingredients apiece. They're 100% human grade, freeze-dried toppers. No preservatives, no extra flavorings, just really, really, really clean food. And they're really great for picky dogs. So Dale, I think you and I had had talked about it before the call, but we were talking about how our dogs were getting a little bit more picky because they were eating more human food. Well, these toppers are great for these kinds of dogs. You you sprinkle them on, you can rotate them. And we're in the process of uh, releasing new 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 toppers and, and new kibble recipes every day. Are the toppers, I've seen some from other companies, are they freeze-dried or something like that? Or how do you, how are those made different from the kibble? Yeah, so our toppers are freeze-dried toppers. And so, for example, uh, so our three recipes are cod, apple, carrots, and it includes literally cod, apple, and carrots. We have turkey, banana, carrots, and then we have turkey, apple, white beans. Um, so they're all just, each of those ingredients are carefully freeze-dried and then mixed in, and that's all it is. 
So it gives the dog a little bit more variety in their food, a little bit extra nutrition, something extra to eat other than just a normal kibble all the time, right? Correct. And I mean, I can honestly say that these dogs go crazy over these toppers. And I've tried the toppers myself. We eat it in the office and they're really (laughs) quite tasty. So, you know, Dale, next time you should give them a try too. Maybe I will. I thought you guys were going to send me some. I think I have something coming, I think. Where do people find your food? So currently, our food is available through our website at www.heatfoods.com. We are also available on Amazon. And, you know, right now we are in the process of speaking to um, some offline retailers. And so hopefully we will be available in uh, many offline stores near you. How have you managed to get the business up to this point? And do you have people that work with you that are working out there? I know I've gotten emails from some people that are on the marketing side of your team. Do you have people that are seeking out retail outlets to carry your foods? Is that a different department that you're building right now? How do you strategically plan? Because I think a lot of people out there might be interested in the entrepreneurship of your business. It's a great idea and you've got a great brand. How does all of this tie in together with going and reaching your goals? And what are your goals? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, our our goal is to make our pups healthier and happier. We have a pretty small team and a really kind of really ambitious goals. And ultimately, I think what helps is staying focused. So for the longest time, we were very, very focused on the direct-to-consumer channel and only on the direct-to-consumer channel. And we did that because we wanted to make sure that we had an immediate feedback loop from our customers. So myself and my co-founder, Melanie, however much we've grown, we are the ones that you speak to when you reach out to us for, for customer support. And so we have very strong relationships with every one of our customers. We know exactly what their pain points are. And because of that, we've been able to improve our product continuously. I think having this feedback loop and making sure that we are creating a product that solves a customer problem is really, I think, what drives our success um, and what, um, you know, we are continuously trying to do moving forward. You know, I think once we have established our product, then kind of reaching out to more distributors is a little bit easier because now we have this proof of concept. We have all these reviews from our customers who we can point to. And then, you know, after that, I think it's a really slow process. Um, You asked who's out there kind of looking for the different retail customers. That's me. I am, um, I'm the one kind of knocking on people's doors, writing a bunch of emails um, to try to get connected. I mean, honestly, I think the best way has been to try to speak to as many people as possible, try to be helpful to as many people as possible, because, you know, they will in turn want to help you back. And so, COVID has made, a, has made people kind of more, more separated, but being in this job has made me, I think, be, be more connected to, to, to a lot of people. I think that what you said was as far as establishing your brand, getting feedback from the customers, having reviews is a very solid way to go to wholesale accounts, distributors, and retailers because you've got a lot of things to present to them. You could present this to them now and say, We're not just a startup company anymore. We've established ourselves. We've worked out all the kinks. We know what people want. This this flavor and this topper and and other things are selling this much, this much quantity. This is the amount of dollars in sales that we have. And this is why you should carry 
this brand in your store. Now you've got a solid versus when you just started out, you didn't really have much of anything, but now you've got a lot more to show to a potential retailer, right? Correct. And the other thing I didn't mention was, um, you know, once you're in retailers, if you, let's say, want to change something, make a mistake, it's uh, and and you want to make certain adjustments, it's very hard to make those changes because you have so many partners that already have your inventory or um, that you have to coordinate with. And so it's very slow to make those changes versus if you are doing everything yourself in the beginning, it's very easy for you to be flexible. Even changing packaging can be a oh, challenge yeah. at that point. Oh, because yes. when you are got a high volume in retail outlets, you have to get 50, 100, 200,000 of the bags to, or whatever packaging you have to put the food in. And if you want to change the look of it, or if you want to change one of the ingredients, then you have to go and start all over again. And then that becomes a lot of work. Correct. Versus doing it yourself like you're doing it now, then you can just send the product off to the customer. And if you want to make small changes to things like you probably have done a few times, it's a lot easier that way. So I understand that. What inspirational tips do you have for anybody that wants to start a business, specifically a business in the dog food industry? I think that there are, in the canine industry, there are a lot of brands out there and with very little differentiation. And so, I mean, I would say that if you are looking to launch a product or a brand specifically in dog uh, industry, I would say talk to as many people as possible, understand what the pain point is, and try to solve for that pain point and really try to differentiate yourself beyond, hey, we use better ingredients as is kind of most of the other competitors out there in the market right now. As long as you're continuously trying to solve for a customer problem and really understanding that and and kind of really work towards that, I think you'll find better clarity in your messaging as well as in the direction that you need to go to. So your target audience, your target customer is buying your foods because one of the things that you have, we'll get back to this the gut health again, the prebiotics, that's a very unique ingredient that you have in there. Is that what you decided is going to be something that's going to differentiate your food from some of the others? Is that one of the things? So ultimately, I think what differentiates us is our brand and our focus on gut health. Prebiotics is one of the elements that we use to support that. But there's a lot of other things that go that come into play as well. For example, our content strategy what kind of products we look to release moving forward. It has to have some sort of tie-in with, with gut health as well. All of the educational pieces that, that we, we put out. There's a lot of different elements of which one of them is the prebiotics. What about dog training treats? Did I see that on your website or is that something that you're working towards? No, so we do not have dog training treats just yet, but that is one of the things. So we do surveys of our customers quarterly. Again, that feedback loop. And that is one of the things that our customers have really been pining for. So uh, dog treats is definitely on top of our list for new products to, to release. What about anything for other animals such as cats? Or are you just going to strictly stay with dogs? You know, honestly, right now we're, we're focused on dogs. That's not to say that we won't get into cat eventually. Right now, I think just, just trying to stay focused insofar as our team is still quite small and, um, you know, trying 
to do the best that we can for, for, for dogs first. And then once we kind of have more capacity, I think we'd love to explore. What is your website where people can find your foods? And you also said you have a store on Amazon, correct? Correct. So our website is www.heedfoods.com. Are there any type of storage requirements or shipping requirements that anybody has to be aware of when they order your foods? And what is the time frame if somebody places an order for them to get the foods delivered to them? I'm in Florida and I want to place an order. How fast is the order going to come to me? In terms of shipping requirements, um, we offer free shipping on all subscription orders and all orders above $35. We ship all of our food via FedEx and it'll get there between two to six business days. We manage our own warehouse, so the turnaround time is, is very, very quick. And that's in California? That's in California. How did you learn about the requirements for, or are there any requirements or food regulations for making the food, storing the food, packaging the food, and those types of things? How did you guys learn about that? We search far and wide to find the best microbiome specialists and animal nutritionists out there. And so we worked together with him to find the perfect recipe that's really optimized for better gut health. And he helped us throughout the entire formulation process, as well as the production process to kind of teach us and, and guide us through this entire process. What about the nutritional analysis? I know that when I look on dog food at the store, they have nutritional analysis. They have protein content, moisture, fat, and so forth. How did you learn about that? And how did you get the information to put that on your products? I'm just curious. And I think a lot of people are curious. Yeah. So, um, you know, in, in terms of, um, you know, having that information, on, I mean, it's pretty much industry industry standard. There's regulations around what kind of information you need to put on the bag. For that, the initial draft would be the recipe. We would, um, there's a governing body called AFCO. And AFCO would give you guidelines around, you know, what kind of nutrients a dog would need and how, what your nutritional profile needs to look like in order to meet those, uh, meet the AFCO requirements. When a formula is first made, they make it towards a certain nutritional profile, but ultimately you won't know for sure whether or not it actually is that. And so we would make our food and with every single batch of food that we make, we do some additional testing to ensure that the food is actually what it says nutritionally on the back of the bag. That's awesome. I'm glad I asked that question because I never knew that. I never knew there was a regulating board. It was so strict, but obviously it is because they want food. Just like with humans, somebody out there, the the board of directors wants foods to go into dogs that are high quality, that are going to help them and not hurt them. I would actually, um, you know, take take a pause there because it really is onto each of the company itself to do those tests and ensure that. Traditionally, dog food has not been the most transparent of companies. All the recalls that has happened a lot more in the early 2000s, um, you know, a couple over the past couple of years, because really there, there really isn't a governing body that's really looking at every single ingredient list and ensuring that you actually have what you say that you're doing, which, which is why it's really, really important that you do your own due diligence on every single brand to make sure that you can trust this brand. It's not a matter about size. It's really a, a matter of, hey, do you share the same values as this company? Can, do these, does this company seem like a brand you can trust? 
Ultimately, though, in, in terms of quality, I do think that quality will ultimately show in the health of the dog, especially if you have a dog who has these sensitivities. And so, um, you know, when in doubt, I always encourage, look at the reviews, look at our reviews, we're an open book. I really do think that reviews ultimately is the best indicator of really how good the quality of the dog food is. I agree. And your philosophy that you talk about, your mission and the things that you believe in and how you got started, that's all on your website, right? So people can read that. You're being very open about everything and how what your values are and everything. And I, I agree with you about the reviews. And that's the number one way that this is going to really become a big company. And I hope that it does. I wish you all it's a great success. And I also hope to keep working with you all on the Instagram page and providing some more videos for dog training tips like I did the other day and helping you guys out. Thank you. I wanted to say, again, thanks for coming in on the interview. Let's go over your website one more time. What is it? www.heedfoods.com. All right. I want to thank you again, Ray, and we're going to end the interview now. This is Dale Buchanan, host of Puppy Talk Podcast. I have an announcement of a new book that I just published called Potty Training Your Puppy. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback soon to be available on audiobook. You can find out all the details of this book using the link in the show notes. It's called Potty Training Your Puppy. It's a comprehensive book with a simple and effective way to help potty train your puppy, and it really works. Check out the link in the show notes.